Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, January 9, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We had what's called a double barrel turnaround Tuesday. We'll get to that a little bit later. But it was essentially a turnaround Tuesday. What did the market do? Let's look at the big picture. The first order of business is she had a garden variety retracement of yesterday's big up move. Where's the bottom today? Right on top of for a test of the 20 period moving average. In short, let's just cut to the chase. Traders inside the numbers, traders in the live room, we're all over that low of day like stink on shit. We had a trading bonanza in the room. We had quick profits, no heat, never out of the money by more than a penny or two. It was one of those easy trading days. They don't come along very often. They do come along. Today was a well done trading day all around the horn. Everybody inside the numbers in the live room, give kudos to yourself. We'll get more specific later. The trend is your friend until when? Until your shit gets thrown out the window from the third floor. In the morning, from a day trading perspective, from a short-term thinking perspective, the market's trading down. Everybody thinks they're going to reverse the move from yesterday. That's what it looks like at face value, but that's not what's actually happening. Garden variety retracement finished not on the highs, but high enough, meaning finished well on the day to where we can and will eventually get some follow through to where eventually we said it late last year, whether it was before the end of the year or whether it was after the new year, we're going to see new highs. We're still in a window where the market can trade lower for a few days to a week or so. It's not doing that today. It's not doing that yesterday. It did it a touch today. Early on, yes, but on close, not so much, just a touch. But it's an awareness that the market can come into a cycle low over the next week or so, which means there can be downward pressure in the market. We talked about it last night. I'll mention it again tonight. It's an awareness. Doesn't mean it has to happen. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend, period, full stop. Even if she did come down a little bit, it's just a pullback in the midst of an uptrend. When you look at the weekly chart, she's nowhere near the last breakout area. Just from an eyeball's perspective, last breakout area is down here below 460, 459 and change. We talked about this last week. Breakup candle low on the weekly chart. Absolutely dead on balls. Intraday, even intro week, garden variety support. And even if she was down there, A, that's running a test of the last breakout area, and B, it's nowhere near changing trend on a weekly chart. The trend is your friend. Understand the big picture of where we are. It's vitally important for your success. From a daily chart perspective, we'll use yesterday's low. 
The exact number happens to be 468.30. We'll use yesterday's low as a bogey. Give up that low. Something else is developing and they're likely headed for a different destination. We would look down to 460, 459 if that was the case. It's not that much lower than where she already was just a couple of days ago. Let me point something else out also. So yesterday, the market has a really big time stout rally. She does not fill the gap that was left open from Friday night. Okay, fair enough. Today, she pokes her head above yesterday's high, still comes up short by about 25 or 30 cents from that gap. The high today was 474.93. That gap is at 475.31, so 35, 40 cents short of that gap. But that was by choice. It's interesting information. She had an opportunity to fill it yesterday. She had an opportunity to fill it today. The choice was not to. Is she eating time off the clock under the gap to go to another destination? Maybe so. From a shorter term perspective, we can use the 20 period moving average on the daily chart as a nearer term or nearer type bogey that she's got to stay above to keep the bull case alive, the short term bull case for now. And if, in fact, she's eating time off the clock to go to a different destination than the gap, which the opportunity was already there, is it likely the recent highs or likely higher? And the short answer is, and this is more of an opinion, likely higher. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. What about inside the numbers? You might want to pay attention here. We've got something for everybody. It's Turnaround Tuesday. Overnight crew is in the midst of a pullback slash retracing operation from yesterday's rally. Funny how that works. Turnaround Tuesday, all that stuff. Right down to brass tacks. The pivot today is 472.65. We think better in pictures. There's a method to the madness. Stay with me. The blue horizontal line is 472.65. You can see why that particular price area was resistance while price is above, support while it's below. It is, in fact, a pivot, and the market had to work her way through that area. So there's a method to the madness. What does that mean? While price is underneath, it becomes a target. How do we use the pivot as a target? Good question. Well, here we go. Below the pivot on candle closes is the bear case for further decline and another leg lower. To where? To the likes of a zone between 471.50 and 471. A pretty narrow zone, 50 cents, five S&P handles. That's the zone for a bounce back in the other direction. The flip side deal today is getting above 474.20 and the flat line or yesterday's close of 474.56. Method to the madness. There's your resistance zone, 474.20 up to 474.56. In order to have the bull case, that's where they had to get above and stay above. That became a target while price is underneath, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Stay with me. There's a method to the madness. Remember, 471.50 down to 471. Here, we had the bull case, the bear case at zero dark 30. Now, what's the early setup? Below the pivot, short-term bearish for what? 
The next thing down in the sequence, 471.50 to 471. While they could bounce before, that's the early target for a buy and a bounce back in the other direction. 471.50 down to 471. Forget the 471. You could see low of day. 471.50 was my number. Low of day was exactly 471.35. And the rip it back up in the other direction. The pivot is an exit target. We have other exit targets. It doesn't cost you anything to hold a trailer. I repeat that over and over and over again. Every single day in the live room when traders are in a trade and I'm trying to pound the table to get them to understand, to make the real money, you have to be able to hold on for the profits. You can't take two points and put them in your pocket. It doesn't work. You'll never make any money. I'm pounding the table each and every day and guess what? Traders are making money. We have traders making thousands and thousands of dollars. We have traders making hundreds and hundreds of dollars. We have all of the above and everything in between in the live room, inside the numbers. They're making money. That's the point. The information is here for the taking. The numbers were on the board before the opening bell rang, before the market was open for business. You scroll up. You see what's going on. We have a just-in-caser, the never-know stuff. So you have the whole schematic. You have the whole idea in your mind before the opening bell even rings. All the possibilities. What that does is it leaves out the surprise factor. There are no surprises with me. 471.50 down to 471 is a bounce-back zone. Scalp with potential by 932. By 935, 472.65 is the pivot and overhead resistance. They're in the showtime zone, 946, and so on. You can pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. You see the numbers. You see them in black and white. You see the charts. You see when they're posted. We nailed it again. We hit low of day. Traders made an absolute fortune from a day trading perspective today. Wasn't even the only thing we traded. We had traders in Tesla today. We had some NVIDIA, the Qs. We had all kinds of stuff. And here you have it. 474.20 and then 474.15 is the next thing. Or 474.55 is the next thing. They got up there. They didn't get to the next thing, which was 475.35. That was the gap. But we we know all the things in advance. We know all the numbers. When you're in a position and can peel off trailers on the way up or peel off portions of the position on the way up, you give yourself a chance to get a Whopper, a Whopper Junior, a stand-up double at minimum, a triple, a home run, even a Grand Salami. If you're not an Inside the Number member and you want to see this information each and every morning, All I'll say is it's there for the taking. You can have a seven-day free trial to the live trading room. It's not cheap, but the value is there. I offer a trial. You can come see it for a week. You don't have to make a trade. Just listen, watch, pay attention, and just learn from what we're doing each and every day. 
It's a great community of traders. Doesn't happen every day, but when we nail low of day, we need to tell you about it. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Down a little less than 1% today. So they're struggling underneath the 20-period moving average. This is going to remain somewhat bearish. And above yesterday's low, she remains somewhat poised to bounce further. So it's in somewhat of a no-man's-land situation. We don't know either way exactly what's going to happen, which way she's going to go. We know it's more bullish above yesterday's high, bearish below yesterday's low. Inside that candle, she's just eating some time off the clock. Weekly chart is in a pullback situation. There's a lot of room down to this breakup candle low. The low is 185.34. I'm not saying she has to get down there, but she can get down there above these moving averages, stay above these moving averages on weekly close, and guess what? She's still in a bullish position above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend. Another relative weakness situation in the transports today. So we had... Relative weakness in the IWM down about nine tenths of one percent against the spiders that were down 15 tenths of one percent, 15 basis points, if you will. And the transports were down about eight to nine tenths of one percent, about the same as the IWM. So, my two favorite market leading indicators were leading from a relative weakness perspective. Weekly chart, stay above all the moving averages. Trend is your friend. 15,300 is daily chart support. You've got moving averages underneath and a bearish pattern in the making from a daily chart perspective. Move down, eating time off the clock in a bearish, flaggish type of formation. Pretty easy to see. That's not bullish, that's bearish. Where it turns bullish or less bearish is when they break the chain. The first order of business in breaking the chain is get above this breakdown candle high, 15,695 and a half. Technical stuff, 101. What about the Q people? Anything wrong with the Q people today? Nope. Oh, two-tenths of one percent in the northern direction. Above all the moving averages, trend is your friend. Basically in the same position she was yesterday, there's virtually no change. Anybody in tune with this rally in natural gas? Now, we talk about this in the live room. I mentioned this a few times over the last few months, natural gas. But here's what's important. Did the auto-magical algorithm, lazy swing trader, pick this up in advance? And I have to say somewhat, yeah. Yeah. We were long Antero Resources AR from 2182. It's up about 8%, give or take, in the account from entry. Nothing wrong with that. Certainly better than a sharp stick in the eye. It is a natural gas play. Just like yesterday, I showed you the AMD, the semiconductor play. Semiconductors ran. The natural gas play was AR. The question is, how does it know? How does the auto-magical algorithm system know where to go? I'll leave that as an open question. 
Financials, all in all, XLF was down 24 cents today, six-tenths of 1%. No big deal. Trend is your friend. We'll just leave it at that. No material change from yesterday whatsoever. What about Smash Mouth? Up 46 cents today, just above the flat line. Better than down, above the moving averages. All of them. Trend is your friend. This is a pretty good proxy for the tech space as a whole. So you have SMH and tech up. You have the SPY doing or the S&P doing a garden variety retracement. They had an opportunity to kill the tape this morning. They chose not to. All they did was a test and a recovery. That's a bullish signal at face value. Bitcoin, the next number I gave you was 46.4. They got to it. They spiked it. They came in a little bit. That's an area, and Bitcoin's wild, so I'm not saying they get to these places to the exact number every single time, but that was the next number, 46.4. They did get there. They spiked it all the way up to 48, give or take, and back down. So this thing's wild. That's why it's not, quote-unquote, and these are definitely big-time air quotes, a store of value. How do you explain store of value in something that might move four, five, six, seven percent a day, maybe more, maybe less. That's not a store of value in my book. If you can explain what store of value actually means, we could have a legitimate conversation. Where are you storing the value? Where is the store of value? Define that, please. I'll even settle for that smug dude Novakrantz to tell me what it means. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.